everybody, this is Pine Size Diva. We're back with season five, season five. This is for me, this is for me. Staying alive, staying happy, this is for me. Hey everybody, this your girl Pine Size Diva and this is my podcast, season five. Hell, all right. As you all know, I keep it real over here, 100 straight from the facts from the front to the back row. This season is all about me and everything that you wanna know, plus with some special bonuses. I have sponsors this year, and then also I'm going to strip down everything and tell you guys the real tea. <laughs> because you know what? 2022 has really tried it. I mean, just monkey stomping on my patience. But you know what, that's all right though. That's all right. We're going to go through this thing together. I am Pine Size Diva. Make sure you stay tuned and go ahead and link up on my social media sites. That is I-T-S-H-A-R-D, the number two, B-E-M-E. And on Facebook, it's under Pine Size Diva Podcast. So in the words of the local mafia that just won an award, let's go. Let's have a great season. Peace. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Pine Size Diva, and welcome to It's Hard to Be Me, the podcast. This is going to be stripped. Okay, cool. So we're in season five and I was at home today and I really wanted to talk about something. But when I started really thinking about it, I was like, you know what? This would make a really, really fantastic topic. So I'm bringing it to y'all. Ladies, gentlemen, and all my new subscribers, welcome to I Was a Hot Ass Mess. Now, this is season five, so you guys are going to get the first episode before you hear this one. So just know that this I Am A Hot Ass Mess is going to be one for the record books. Why? Because I'm pretty much going to tell you guys how my time off from being on the podcast has been, what has affected my life, the things that have changed, and so much more. First, I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, Goldie Gummies. If you have not gotten on to Goldie Nutrition, you are missing out. Run, don't walk, and grab you some. Right now, I currently have the apple cider vinegar gummies, the ashwagandha, and the triple immunity gummies in rotation for my day. And when I say these things work like a dream, I'm trying to tell you. It is gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, and they are most of all unfiltered. That's something I actually like. So if you want to just have not only balance your mood, but help if you're dealing with high blood pressure um, or if you're dealing with some things that will cause some numbers to be elevated. I'm not a medical professional. This is just what I experienced. Go ahead and grab you some goalie gummies from goalie nutrition. Again, you could go to, you could go to the link in my bio, or you could also go to goalie.com and you can put in my toe, my code TK Diva for your percentage off. Again, thank you so much for goalie nutrition for sponsoring this podcast. Now, when I say I was a hot boop mess, I was. I'm trying to watch my mouth, y'all, because I cuss like dice clay. So if I see boop, you already know what it is. So I was a hot mess, okay? And y'all know I drink water between my podcasts. So let's not get into it. Oh my gosh, she just over here just drinking water. Y'all know I drink water all the time in my podcast. Don't forget, we in season five, not season one. Okay, cool. So 
Um, it's been a lot that has happened. I'm going to be full disclosure as much as I can because I don't like putting people on front street. So I usually tell my own tea so can't nobody tell it for me. Because by the time the midway through this season, some things are going to come out and y'all going to be like, uh... Pisces should have told us this. So, you know, I am full disclosure, open book. What you see is what you're going to get. Period. Okay. So, first of all, um, in March, middle of March, I had a 100% total mental breakdown. I mean, like, we're going back to the emergency room two, three times, anxiety meds, um, crying all the time. I was a hot ass mess. And to this day, I'm trying to still pull myself back together. Now, mind you, when I record this, this is October. So it's saying something. Um, it has been so much that has happened in my life. And sometimes I wonder why. But I also have to think about it. The race is not given to the swift. It's given to those who endure. All I, I will say a couple of things that led to the mental breakdown, as we shall say. Um, one, relationship-wise, it wasn't going well. It was not going well. Um, I feel like in relationships, I wasn't getting treated um, worth my value. And then also, I felt like I had this, even though I was smiling on the outside, on the inside, I was giving off the vibe of desperation. And what inspired me to even really dig deep to think that far is that I was watching a, a young lady on YouTube. And I'm not going to say her name because I really like her content. And she mentioned it. She said, I'm a plus size girl. And I've been dating for a while. She said, but I seem like I come across desperate because anybody that wants to care about me or love me and give me any attention, I throw myself at them and I know that's not the tea. She was like, I had to get out my own mental state to find happiness. And I agree. I felt like that anybody that paid me any attention, that felt me attractive, that called me special or beautiful, I gravitated towards that person and I just poured everything into them and they didn't give too Oh, Lord, not even three, not even 0.1% of fucks for me. And that was the first thing. The second thing is that I came to the realization during that time that I really did not see myself as a desirable woman. I saw myself as someone that, oh, okay, well, I supposed to be the help. I supposed to be the person that Everybody is supposed to just, I'm supposed to support people. Yay, I'm your biggest cheerleader. I come to all your events. I support you. I love you. And you don't have to pour into me. And in that, I realized during the peaks and the crease in the crevices, <clears throat> that I was giving off so much and I was not taking care of my mental health. I missed my family like crazy. Like I missed my family. I missed companionship. I missed love. I miss intimacy. I missed it all. And I did not understand that all of that was contributing to my mental health. And to this day, I'm still working on that. Um, also, I realized I miss traveling. I really, really miss traveling. I started going on cruises maybe like hmm, three years before the pandemic hit. And I enjoyed going on vacation. I enjoyed taking that time away and I missed it. I missed being able to explore and just go and just decompress and all those things. Um, and I think that had a lot to do with the fact that I was so scared to travel. Like I was, I didn't even want to go to work when I even, when I had to do 
um, half of the time at work and half of the time at home. It will freak me out and give me anxiety to go to work and be around people because I was so scared I was going to get sick. Because I'm going to be very honest, I'm 40. <clears throat> I'm just playing. I'm 42 years old and the older you get and then I'm a plus size girl. Well, and skinny people turns on fat as a plus size girl. When according to how you live your life, as far as health wise, it will affect how this thing hits your body. And I was so scared that I will, it was going to affect my body in that way because I, at the time, I was taking care of myself to an extent, but I wasn't doing what I'm doing now. And I think that really freaked me out because I was like, if I get sick, who's going to take care of me? Like, let's be honest. When you have grown children, if you have grown children or if you're single, if something happens to you, do you honestly really think that somebody's going to leave their house, risk their life, come over there, open your door, see about you, take to the hospital, make sure you get masks, make sure you have food, make sure you have water. Everybody's child is not as good as mine. Shout out to Tink Tink. But everybody doesn't have that support system. And for a really long time, I didn't feel like I had it either. I got to the point where I started isolating myself from people, not because they did anything to me. It's because I was scared I was going to get hurt. And when you're scared you're going to get hurt, you isolate so much. And you don't even realize that you're doing it until somebody go, hey, bitch, um... I ain't heard from you in a month of Sundays. I ain't seeing your face. Why you ain't called? You just so act like you just act like you don't know me no more. It's not like that. When you go through a mental breakdown, I can say now because I've been through the second one. The first one was not as bad. This one was the worst. I can honestly say that it really ain't you. It's that person because in their mind, they feel like they're being a burden to everybody else. And that's just being very transparent and fully real of thereof. And while I have the platform in the moment, I want to sincerely apologize to anybody who's really close to me. That is my friend that during the year of 2020 up until about eight months ago, I didn't call. I didn't text. I am so sorry because I was not OK. And my really good girlfriend, I've been knowing her, God knows, almost 20 some years. She told me, she said, Pisces Diva, she said, you're going to break down if you don't put yourself first and start making yourself the priority and start making yourself somebody that you need to self-love and love on. She said, you're going to break down and it's not going to be good. And I brushed it down for years. Oh, I brushed it down for years because I didn't want to admit, bitch, you got a problem. You is poop. You is messed up. Like you is just poop, poop. Like you is really toe up, girl. Like get yourself together. Like I poured myself so much into my family and to other people that I didn't realize that I was slowly tearing myself apart mentally. I've always said this. Once you lose your mind and you lose control over that, everything else is going to crumble. I felt like that. And I have to be honest. I started telling people mid 2020 that I was a walking, I was a walking ticking time bomb. And that if nobody checked on me, I was going to explode. I have been telling people that for two years. And I think maybe one person really paid attention to what I was saying. Really? I think other people's like, you just saying that you're going through something. No, I was a hot, I was a hot mess. I was a hot mess and I can admit it now because living on the other end of it and slowly trying to find who I am, 
I understand now I was a mess. And to be honest with you, as of October 2022, I'm not all the way there, but I'm a lot farther than where I was. Um, also, I was starting to become unhappy in my job. Now, anybody that truly has been following me for a while, know that when I'm loyal, I am loyal. That is life, love, relationships, you name it. I am loyal through and through. It is very, very hard for me to walk away from anything peacefully. It is so hard for me to be like, you know what? I'm going to walk away. I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to be happy. I've never been that person. You could have not paid me enough to be that girl, but I was. And uh, because of that, I got done wrong a lot. I had been at set job about almost six years at the time. And yet I hadn't gotten a raise. I hadn't gotten a recognition. I hadn't, I hadn't gotten the things that I felt like I needed. I worked on this job for God knows how long and I had no benefits. And I, nobody really understood when I was telling them I was a mess. I meant it. When I say I was a mess, I was a mess. I had been warning people for years about mentally what I was feeling. And I felt like it was just getting swept under the rug. It felt like that as long as I was working, as long as I was pouring into other people, then their life was complete. So mine should have been too. And I made the decision at the beginning of 2022 to go ahead and start looking for a job. And the new job that I have now isn't any better emotionally wise, somewhat pay wise. Yes. Benefits. Yes. Am I happy? Absolutely not. I just realized September of this year that I no longer want to work for other people that I want to work for myself. And that's a big decision to make because I'm so used to pouring it to other people. The fact that I'm thinking about even making this trial run of entrepreneurship and pouring it to myself is saying a lot. And I am scared, y'all. I ain't even going to try to lie to you. I ain't going to try to act like I'm all big and bad, big old, big old, bad, woofy, 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 how, uh-uh, I wasn't doing all that. Absolutely not. Um, so I am in the process of pursuing entrepreneurship full time. And I'll let y'all know how that go as season five and six could come apart. But I realized I wasn't being appreciated. I wasn't being valued. I, my job, just, just to keep it very plain, is that whenever somebody passed away, I had to process the claim. So needless to say, y'all can really get a small glimpse as to the things that I heard. Listening to the people that I had to listen to and hear their stories, it broke me. I remember the day that I knew that I had crossed the threshold of being okay and being a hot boop mess. I had just finished processing some information for a person and I felt myself just inside, just about to cry. I disconnected the call, disconnected to where from where I was. And I literally had to, I literally had to disconnect fully. I started to cry. And when I started to cry, I started to scream. I started to shake. And I said, I can't take this no more. I can't, I can't take it anymore. I'm done. And all of a sudden my chest got tight. My head started hurting my, like literally I started having headaches every day. I started having real severe pains. I started having rolling muscle pains through my head. 
Um, I started having uh, sweaty palms. Um, I started getting to the point where I couldn't sleep. Um, I experienced these things in my 20s, but I didn't know what it was because it was to the point where I will go to sleep at 2 a.m., get back up at 6 a.m. and go to work and work a full schedule to almost one in the morning and then do it again. I did that for years, but I didn't know if that was linked to anxiety. And then one day I just, my heart felt like it was pumping so fast that it could not catch with my breath. It did, it did not feel right. My arm started, my left arm started acting up. My body started getting numb. I promise you, I am so scared of hospitals. Hospitals give me the most high anxiety ever. Doctor's offices, dental offices, no matter where I am. If it's a clinic and they got to do lab work, Tanisha is scared. Pisces Diva is scared. All, everybody around me is scared. Okay. So I decided to go to the emergency room. And in the emergency room, the nurse looked at me. And she made everybody leave. And then she said, you can't be strong for everybody else. You have to be strong for you. You have to make it a point to put yourself as a priority. I didn't know how to do that. I felt like the world was crumbling around me. It felt like a ton of bricks was sitting on my chest, laying dormant. That is something that if you've never experienced it, I don't wish it even on my worst enemy. And she made everybody leave. She had on like three layers of PPE gear, three full face masks, and she grabbed me, sat in the floor with me at the hospital. And she straight up said, baby, break down. It's okay to crack. I sat in that floor at the hospital for 45 minutes and cried, screamed, and got it out. Anxiety was through the roof. Did not even care that I was in the hospital. For the first time in almost 16 years, I felt like somebody heard me and it was okay to break down. After I got done, she uh, rechanged PPE gear. She came back in there, blood pressure through the roof, numbers all over the place. And she was like, you gotta get this together, baby. You have to get it together. I'm like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. And I was a hot boop mess. I was a hot, hot, hot mess. Woo! Hot mess is an understatement. And that's why I could tell y'all about Goalie Nutrition Ashwagandha Gummies. I promise you, it helps you balance your mood. It balances everything out. It also helps you relax when it's time to go to bed. I'm telling y'all, when my anxiety started going through the roof and I started becoming really honest, I refuse to take anxiety meds. I refuse. I'm sorry. I don't want anything that's going to have it to the point where I be walking around like a zombie. Oh, no, 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 no. I ain't doing it. So I'm just going to tell you my testimony. You can do what you want because in the words of Tabitha Brown, that's your business. But go to click the link in my Instagram bio under it's hard to be me. That's I-T-S-H-A-R-D, the number two, B-E-M-E. And you can go on my bio and you can go to goalie.com. You can put in TK Diva at checkout for your percentage off. Now we're going to come out of here. We're going to pay some bills and we come back. I'll tell you the rest on why over these past couple months, your girl been a hot ass mess. Be right back. Y'all know it ain't got cold outside. It's flu season. Oh God. Whew. Don't you hate when your allergies act up? But if you are going through this like I am, <coughs> oh, excuse me. 
excuse me, then you're going to need Goalie Nutrition Triple Action Immunity Gummies. It has vitamin C, D, zinc, and it has elderberry extract. Now, I will tell you guys, I just started taking these about a month and a half ago, and I'm absolutely obsessed. I take them in the morning before I go to work, and then I take one before I go to bed, and it really, really helps um, with me trying to make sure that I don't get sick this season, because even though we all, we outside, we outside, we can still get sick inside, okay? And it's non-GMO, gluten-free, gelatin-free, and most of all, it is vegan. So what am I telling you about? Goalie Nutrition Triple Action Immunity Gummies. For more information, go to Goalie.com. That's G-O-L-I.com. And when you're ready to check out, go ahead and put TKDiva in the checkout section and you'll get a percentage off. Go ahead and go to Goalie.com. And when you get there, you can also put in TK Diva for your percentage off. Thank you so much for Golden Nutrition for sponsoring this podcast and being a wonderful partner in the growth and development of It's Hard to Be Me. I'll be right back, you guys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Hard to Be Me, the podcast. Whew, we were talking about how much of a hot ass mess I had been over the summer. Let's get back into it. So also, I moved and... When moving comes a lot of challenges, but why don't nobody tell you that moving got high ass rent? Please let me know if y'all experiencing the same thing. The cost of rent is something I never thought I would deal with. It's a shame that it is a shame that rent will make you feel like you need to get an OnlyFans page and everything else because rent is so damn high. So when I got ready to try to look for a place to live, I had to think about how much can I afford to spend per month without being broke and be able to pay my other bills and survive. And I'm gonna tell y'all what I realized. I ain't got enough jobs. And these apartments and rental homes, they be asking for the absolute most. Okay. Be asking for the absolute most. How you gonna charge somebody $1,500 for a one bedroom, but you asking for three times the rent when half of the jobs don't even pay no more than $12 an hour max. By the time taxes come out, it's all gone. So where are we supposed to live? In the trailer park? Down to the car wash? Up in the grass in the woods somewhere? Child, these days, it really make you want to get a sugar daddy or a daddy sugar or a sugar mama or a sugar mama, whatever you want to have, OnlyFans or TikTok or, or something, because you're going to be working three jobs just to be able to live comfortably. And you ain't going to be able to enjoy your place because you always going to be at work. I'm, I'm just, you too child. <sighs> but finally got moved in, finally got settled. Was it expensive? Heck Yes, if I didn't have a roommate, I probably would be sleeping in a trailer some dang where, or I would have had to stay where I was at. But it's a damn shame how, it's a shame, let's put it that way. It's a hot, flaming, twirl the skirt, drop it low, pick it back up, oh my God, ew, uh, 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 looking ass type of mess. Okay, Woo, the chronicles of me in this movement, but I'll go into more detail as I get a chance. Also, what I did over the summer was I got new furniture. Now, y'all, when I say this, y'all gonna be like, really, girl? Really, Pisces Diva? Really? 
I am 42 years old and I've never owned furniture. Like never had a dresser, never had a bedroom suit, never had couches, never. It's always been somebody else's stuff and I either got it from somebody and I had to give it back or whatever the situation was or I've always stuff on the floor. I've never had that for the first time. I actually have a bedroom suit with a dresser. It feels so good to have a dresser to put clothes in. The small things that people take for granted, I appreciate it. I really do. Like being able to come home and not have to worry about roaches or worry about if the light's going to be turned off or if uh, my safety is going to be a concern or um, things like that. Those are the little things I've never had the comfortability to be able to deal with. And now I do. And I'm very, very grateful for those sections of my life and everything. So there's some things that happened over the summer as well. And also I was able to actually go swimming and actually enjoy the pool. The previous place where I lived at, the pool was always closed. It was a whole bunch of little knot head children over there and their parents weren't paying attention to them. And it was just a hot Boop, miss. I was able to enjoy the pool. I was able to meet some new people. I was able to just to be an adult. And I think that's really cool. When you raise your kids and they're grown and they're on their own and everything, a lot of times you lose yourself, which I did. And over the summer, I am slowly to learn who I am all over again. And it feels really good to have that creative freedom to be able to do so. Um, I was, and like I said, again, I apologize, you guys, that I took an extended break from the podcast. Normally, I try to crank them out every three months, but I needed that time because I needed to adjust to my new norm. It's been so many things that have changed. It's been so many different avenues that I have taken that I don't really talk about a lot. But um, I'm also, like I said, I'm really dealing with my anxiety, trying to figure out what that looks like for my life now. Um, so I moved, I took a new job and I'm dealing with my anxiety on a whole new level all in one month. Let's just say the, the, the emotional capacity was real, but you know what? I'm learning how to welcome change in a healthy way and not get overwhelmed by it. Um, so another thing I'll make sure I'm going to say it today because like I said, top of October, we know we're in breast cancer awareness month. So please make sure that you are getting your mammograms and getting your cancer screenings and all those things. And even if you don't have a history of it in your family, please go ahead and get checked. Men can get breast cancer too. So make sure you're getting checked on that as well. Um, and any type of illnesses. Um, so by the time you I'll record this particular podcast and it goes out, it will have been the one year anniversary of my breast cancer scare. Now, one thing that I will tell y'all is that it's weird how this turned out because I was originally supposed to get my follow-up in April, but I had to move. I had to, I started a new job. I went, I was in between insurance. I went through a whole bunch of stuff. So because of that, I wasn't able to go to the doctor. Now I am. And the thing is, I, now I look back on it. I'm like, I should have went ahead and just went anyway and just paid the bill. But with the experience I had last year, it was just a hot boop mess. So I waited and just so happy it came around the exact same time one year last year. I am really, really prayful that I can go ahead and get the breast clearance so I can have regular mammograms as opposed to having to get um, a regular mammogram, a biopsy, and an ultrasound. Um, so by the time you guys will hear an update on this, it will be in a different, it will be in a different podcast. So that way you guys can listen to it as well. Um, good, bad, happy, sad, or indifferent, I will be excessively transparent. Um, and if 
God forbid that something does come back and something proactively needs to be done. I will crank out the episodes that are already in the hopper, but I will come on and I will, you know, not only publicly on, on, on camera tell you guys what's going on, but I will also put it in the podcast. And that's when that season will completely halt because I have to deal with medical issues and things like that, according to what that is. But I will take those precautions as I see them, but I'm already claiming health and healing in Jesus name. Amen. And I am going to take it as that until I see something different. Um, what I also learned about me over the summer and um, going into whatever this new season of my life is, is this. I realized that as much as people say they accept plus size women in a dating sector, lies, lies, you tell, Woo, lies, I tell you, lies, oh, lies, you tell. I'm not trying to sing, I'm just joking, but I'm not joking about what I said. I say that because of this. This is going to be for another podcast, but I'm going to give y'all a little bit of a snip. I'm going to say this and you'll know going into it. Congratulations. I played myself. Let's put it that way. So I'm going to shelf that one and put that on the whole separate podcast um, because that one is not something I can wrap up in two minutes or less. So I'm not even going to try. Okay. So we're going to go that far. Also, let me give y'all again, quick synopsis. I am still working out. I need to work out a little bit hard. I need to take it a little more seriously. Um, I did fall off for a little while. Just emotionally, I just needed a break. I just honestly needed a break. And I took that and I'm back on, I'm back on the saddle um, and getting things together and doing the things that I need to do. Um, I'm about to go on my... Um, I think I'm going to probably do it for this vacation I'm about to go on because I go on vacation in a couple of weeks. Well, after, by the time you guys listen to this, I'll be getting ready to go or I've already been. Um, and I'm going to go back on my no drinking because I had stopped drinking for a while. No drinking, no fast food, no takeout, just eating at home, going to the gym, whatever. So I'm going to kick that back up. Um, one, it's going to save me a lot of money. And two... I don't want to become dependent on alcohol when I'm having a bad moment or emotionally, whatever the situation is, I don't want it to fuel that. Um, I'm trying to think, what else do I need to tell you guys? Um, I will say this. I learned something. I learned a couple of different things about me that I never thought I would admit, not even on camera, but in podcast land. One, I was giving off real desperado vibes, like Hold me, hug me, hold me, be with me, be my friend, date me, hold me, yay. I never realized I was throwing out that kind of vibe until I got friend zoned on about seven different levels. I mean, completely like, y'all do the husband on that whole. Like, I got friend <clears throat> zoned. Duh. Okay. I got friend zoned to the max, in the words, big jaw. And I asked, one of my guy friends, been cool with him forever, forever. I said, why do you friend zone a woman? And he said, I only friend zone women for three reasons. He said, one, if a woman is coming to me when I talk to her and all she brings up is getting married. Because that lets me know in her mind, her biological clock is ticking. And that means that if we date, it's going to apply pressure that I'm not down for. For one, he said, two, our friends on a woman, if I know for a fact that she's not my type and I don't want to play with her. 
He said, because sometimes I will fuck. And he did say fuck. I will fuck with a girl that I am not attracted to to make my partner. But I will sleep with her to pass the time if I'm in between pussy. When I say I was like, what? I had never heard this again, because like I said, I really don't be around dudes like that. But when I get a chance to have opportunity to have conversations with guy people that I know and that I'm cool with or my girl, that's like my girlfriends got, you know, guys and they be wanting to tell the truth. They'll tell you. And I'd be like, dang, if they show you who they are, believe them. I'm starting to get that. Um, and it was just crazy. So he said that he said the third reason why he were friends on a woman is if something about her makes him not want to be around her. And he said, and the only time a man would do number three is if he's over 35 and he's really looking for somebody to settle down with. He said, if he's just playing around and he still wants some pussy, but he don't want you, he'll be around you long enough to get it and then will ignore you. And so, like I told y'all, one of the seasons, you will know when you're a side chick, he literally just reiterated everything that I was thinking about. So I thought that was fascinating. So I realized that when it, come, when it came to dating or when it came to meeting different people, different men, whatever the situation is, I realized that even though I don't say it, because I don't be in spaces where I get a chance to meet eligible men because all I do is go to work and come home. And every once in a while, I go sit by the pool or something like that. But I realized I was giving real desperate vibes like I have to have a man to feel validated vibes. And I didn't even realize I was giving off that vibe until somebody brought it to me and was like, you know, Pinesize Diva, you're an amazing person. You have so much to give, but you can tell that you've been hurt. And you can tell because you've been hurt, you just want everybody to like you, love you, want to be with you, want to have those things. And it doesn't work that way. And even though it hurt my feelings, I'm glad that particular person checked me because I would have never picked it up on my own. And I would have been like, OK, so I'm sitting here giving off those vibes and I shouldn't be. And I am grateful for that person regardless. I'm just grateful. I really, really am. So um, that is something else. And I'm trying to think what else. Um, I'm really starting to try to slowly come into who I am. And that is going to take a lot of work. That's going to take a lot of progress. That's going to be a lot of uh, crying, a lot of lonely nights, which I have a lot of those um, and things of that nature. But I, as crazy as this summer has been with all the changes, I'm very grateful that, that it's happened because had it not happened, I wouldn't have explored the inner caverns of me. I would have never realized that I can go without being with somebody or dating somebody or being in a relationship with a person. I learned that I have standards that go beyond what people would think. I know, I realized that the vibe I was giving off was real desperado, hold me, hug me, squeeze me, be with me, yay. And I never realized that until somebody brought it to my attention. I realized that I'm stronger than I used to be. And all I have to do is tap into that inner stuff and I'll be all right. And then I realized last and not least that I'm tired of working for other people. I have been working in the workforce since I was 16 years old. First job was at Wendy's, um, hated it all the way through. Um, it was the most horrific experience of my life because I went to two locations. The second location I liked. The first location I didn't like because the first location that I went to, 
um, my, my direct manager, my general manager was sexually harassing me and he was touching me inappropriately. And, um, I've never told that story before. I can't even believe I just said it. So screw it. It's been over 20 years. But when I worked at Wendy's, um, the first location, um, my particular GM at that time liked me. I didn't know that, but my coworkers used to always say, he gives you everything you ask for. He want to have sex with you. I said, that man is married. Again, I'm 16 years old. That man is married. He don't want me. My adopted parent at the time allowed me to work from 2 p.m. to 1 a.m. I was the only person in the store with this man. And mind you, I was still in high school. I was in high school. And she allowed me to work with this man. And he touched me for the first time. I went and told her. And she didn't believe me because she didn't like my mama. She didn't believe me. And I told I was going to quit. And she told me, she said, if you quit, you can't live here. You have to be working if you're going to live here. Again, young, dumb, naive. They had made a deal behind the scenes where I pretty much, I'll continue to work there. He could touch me. And if I say no, that's my ass in so many words. So the only reason why I was able to get out of that job is because I waited till a district manager came one day and I gave, told the district manager, full disclosure, what was going on. So I lost my job and a couple weeks later, I got kicked out of the house, but that's a whole nother story. So what I've learned about me is that my voice is my choice. And if I don't want to give my body to nobody else, I don't have to. It's me. If I want to elf everybody in the United States, that's my business, but I would never. But if I don't want to give myself to anybody, I don't have to. And I don't have to explain myself. I don't have to dumb myself down to make somebody feel good. I don't have to. Whatever happens from here, it's on me and me alone. Nobody else can stop my power but me. So what I say is this in conclusion. This summer has been a hell of a ride. And it's way more that happened, but for me, it's only so much I'm going to tell. Not because I don't feel like I can. It's because regardless of how people have treated me, I do not believe in putting people on blast because that's not for me to judge. That's not for me to come down on that person. I'm not going to do that. Um, so this summer has been interesting coming into the fall season. I'm really praying that God will, will allow some of my dreams to manifest. Um, I'm really hoping to, you know, get some sponsorships and to be able to get ready to step out of corporate America within a year. Um, if it doesn't happen, I completely understand. Again, I'm used to being everybody's cheerleader, but I don't know when my season is, but if it doesn't come, I have to live with the fact that I try. And that's all I could do at this point. So with that, I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you so much for listening. Season five, we're thriving and staying alive. Hello, won't he do it? Hallelujah. Just trying to tell you. Again, thank you so much to Golden Nutrition for sponsoring this podcast. If you want more information about Golden Nutrition, please go to my Instagram. I, it's hard to be me. That's ITS. H-A-R-D, the number two, B-E-M-E. -E. Click the link in my bio and you'll see my sponsors uh, for my podcast as well. Again, my favorite goalie nutrition gummies are the apple cider vinegar, the triple action immunity gummies, and the ashwagandha. Those are my top three. I 100% recommend them. I've been taking them for more than a year and they have been excessively beneficial to my life and my mental state because y'all know I do not do medication if I ain't got to. Make sure you take care of yourself. 
wash your hands, wash your bootay, um, make sure you're being mindful of your spaces and the people that you give your body to. Again, one thing I will make sure I will say, in the age where there's sexual freedom going on, we still are in Rona and we're still in monkeypox. So make sure if you're going to give yourself to somebody, make sure you are having safe sex and you know who you're having sex with. Also, make sure you get tested regularly. Make sure you're taking care of your body and your mental health. Your body, your choice. Don't let nobody tell you what you can and cannot do with your body, but the one true living God. Okay? Until next time, you guys. Have a great one. Thank you so much for rocking with your girl. Season 5. Let's go. Have a good one. Bye.